Are you looking to take your business or your brand to the next level? Want to make a name for yourself and share what you do best with a bigger audience? There's never been a more exciting time to jump in. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Expert. Unleash your expertise. Your hosts are Terry Trespicio and Paula Rizzo. With their combined media experience and top-notch guests, Paula and Terry will get you ready to shine. Here are your hosts, Terry and Paula. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Expert, Unleash Your Expertise. I'm Paula Rizzo. And I'm Terry Gispicio. And every week on this show, we show you how to tap your expertise and take it out into the world so that you can grow your brand and your business. And today mm-hmm. we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. We're talking. We're talking. That's what we do. How to get a producer or editor to call you back. Oh, yes. That's everything. And coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk to Kathy Giulinello in just a bit. She's a two-time Emmy-winning senior supervising producer at a little show called Dr. Oz. So Yeah, maybe you heard of it. Maybe you've heard of it. She, She knows what it takes, for sure. That's right. And, you know, like Kathy... Terry and I have spent our, our careers as media gatekeepers, right? True. Terry was a radio host for Martha Stewart Radio and also a senior editor for Whole Living Magazine. May it rest in peace. May it rest we in loved peace. that magazine. <laughs> uh, and for me, I, I've been, I was a senior health producer at Fox News Channel for over a decade which is sort of unheard of in news, um, but I really loved it. I had a really great time there. And before that, I was in local news. So we know firsthand which pitches, which experts make it through the door and which ones end up in the bad pitches folder because there's always one one. of those. I have one. one. I mean, years and years of bad pitches. After a (laughs) while, it's like, what can I do with this? People say, oh, no, they didn't call me back. I go, let me see what you sent. And I'm yeah. like, I can tell you exactly why they didn't call you back. Let me see. And you know what? The, the, the formula, really, for getting producers and editors to care is to follow this really easy formula. It's really simple, right? Number simple, one is- not easy. Simple, not easy. Mm, that's true. Go ahead. Walk know, us through it. Know who you're pitching, right? Number one. That's always the biggest problem. I can't tell you the amount of pitches I would get that were so off. It was like, this is nothing we would ever cover. I covered only health. I would get tons of like off, you know, fashion or this or that or whatever. Know who your audience is. Know who you're sending this to, right? And know the audience. Know who I, because as a producer or editor, all I care about is my audience. That's, that's it. I'm looking through the lens of, will they like this? Will this serve them? Because okay, media... Yes, of course. You're accountable to them, not the... That's not it. The and media is, should be a public service, right? You're there to get a message out there to help people live a better life. That's what this is about. So are you being a public service to the audience? Which means you know you need to know who the audience is, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to have watched the show, read the magazine, understand what kind of things they cover, and have an actual takeaway, a real story, something that I care about, not buy my book. Oh, please. That's not a takeaway. <laughs> That's people do it all the time I know but if you you know as soon as someone tries to promote their stuff you as a producer or me as an editor feel used we feel that we've been taking oh, yes. a ride because we know that you're only here to get what you get one thing so mm-hmm. can we unpack these let's dive in for a minute please here and really unpack the thing is experts really do say the same things over and over to producers and editors mm. and they don't do it because they're trying to be dumb or mean or, or waste your time. Of course, everyone has the best intentions, but unless you've worked in the media, you don't know these kind of things that are, that we have a hair trigger for. Like, oh, I hate when people do that. Oh, because we see it over and over and over again. 
like Paula, when you left Fox and when I left Martha, we both had hundreds of emails who probably never even opened. Well, actually, no, you're like inbox zero. I was pretty good about it, but... You were good. I wasn't. I was like, if I haven't got my attention, I'm not scrolling all the way down to see it. But well, he, how, how would how could you get someone's attention, right? We're getting hundreds, sometimes thousands of emails a day. A day. And it's not the first priority. I only need to do my job, which is to make the best publication or show. My obligation is not to the people who wish they were in front of my audience. So we've heard the same things over and over. And when we talk to our friends and producers, and we'll ask Kathy in a bit, uh, they say the same thing. They go, oh, God, I hate that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Here are a few of them, Paul, that we've heard many times, right? Uh, People who write to you, say an expert who says, I can talk about everything related to X. I'm an organizer. I can talk about everything organizing. I am a doctor. I can talk about everything to do with health. It's like, well... That's then what do I do with you? I don't know what to do with you. You're tell making me what me to do, do with you, right? What to do with you. I just just tell make my life easier. As a producer, there's so many things going on and so many shows you're looking to fill and so much stuff. Just tell me what to do with you. What are you the the best at, right? So like even the other day, I just got uh, my book, Listful Thinking, has been out for three years, which in book is a long time. It's long like time an old ago. lady. Yeah. It's an old lady um, now. <laughs> it really is an old lady. But um, I still get calls for lists, to-do lists. Just the other day, someone from Fast Company called me and said, hey, I interviewed you a couple of years ago about um, productivity and, and list making. Can I ask you a few more questions? I was like, totally. Because and she's so the expert. She remembered me as the expert on lists, right? She asked me about other things too, productivity, apps, this, that, and the other thing. But so you have great. to have the one thing that they remember you for and that they know you for, as opposed to, I could talk about anything. Oh, God. You and figure please. it out. You figure it out. But also, you come at them with a very specific thing you can do. You're also going to be more memorable, right? Mm-hmm. So another thing that people say all the time, and they think they're being polite, and they say to another producer, well, what are you working on? Because uh. the idea is that person's going, I just want to give a pitch that's right for you. So I'd like to ask you first. It's polite. It would be Sounds great, nice. great at a dinner party. Not great when you're trying to get my attention in the media because I don't want to regurgitate my to-do list to you and you and you and you and everyone who wants to know. Uh, If I have a relationship with a source, if I were writing stories and I knew Paula was my editor, I mean, Paula was my expert, I'm the editor, Paula might pop in and go, what are you working on now? Let's talk about it. Yeah, right. Do you need an expert for this? Not when you're coming in cold. No, because then it's like I owe you an explanation on what I'm working on, you know? I I know this sounds really mean, but honestly, producers and editors, we're a little jaded, some jaded people. Please, you're dead uh, inside. I am. But, you know, it, it's just <laughs> just the name of the game when you've been doing it for so long, right? Over and over and over again. You, you're not you've heard everything. Right. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, just just also um, follow up. So I'm a big fan of follow up. And we could talk about this again later with Kathy to see what she likes. But I love good. I love a good follow up email because there are so many things that come through that inbox that you see and you're like, oh, that could be a good idea. Cool. And then you're doing something else. So you're totally, but Mm -hmm. people will just, if you reply and say, oh, what'd you think of my pitch? What, who, who are you? What 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 is this? Now I have to go down and read it. It's like, what do you think? Again. What do you think of me? What do you think of me? You wouldn't love that if someone were asking you that all the time either. No. So you have to reframe it again. Tell, remind me who you are. What did you pitch? What is the idea here? Why do I care about this again? Just give it to me straight, uh, you know, and, and come out there and, and, and do it. What about subject lines, Terry? Well, Paula, because please, the only way you're hearing about anyone's pitch is through email. That is still that's it, really. That yeah. is the best and only way unless you're going to mail a letter, which I don't know anyone does, and or tweet your pitch, which we don't really recommend because that's not personal. That's not a real exchange. Mm. 
That's you shouting over the din. Subject lines are going to be the best way. And someone said to me when we were speaking, Paul and I were speaking at an event recently, and someone said, well, what is a good subject line? Maybe just here's a pitch. I said, no. Oh, no. <laughs> don't say here's you want pitch. You want your pitch to get lost? Make your subject headline, here's a pitch. Or can I pitch you? By the way. Yeah, I always get those. I know. But here's the thing. We all know that the pitching is what matters and what works. But at the same time, no one actually likes to be pitched. So the more you can not talk about how you're pitching them and more emphasize the value of what you're bringing to the table, all the better. So, Paul, you have some favorites and, and least favorite things in subject lines. I do, you know, expert available. Can I pitch you no, anything that's vague? Like you have to punch me in the face with your headline. Like I really want to. You want New York to, Post level. I do. I want, you know, read the New York Post, any newspaper, any magazine. They do it really, really well. Grab my attention. But don't have this be clickbait, right? I want to oh. make sure. Don't say it's a breakthrough if it's not. Don't say it's the most amazing thing if it's not. Don't flatter you know, your topic. Don't flatter yeah. it. Just say what it is. Don't lie. But really don't be lie. creative. Don't lie. lie. That happens a lot. But true. don't, don't um, you know, because then I'll say, oh, that sounds really interesting. And then you get on the phone with the person or you end up talking to, you know, um, if it's a publicist, you talk to their client and then they're like, oh, yeah, that's actually not really what it is. I can't tell you how many oh times that happened to me. That's so, but then you feel dumb. That's like, well, that's like when I swipe right on someone on an online dating app and show up and they uh, don't look like that. It's like you need to present it. who you are. Right. Honest. It should be good enough. And my thing, Paula, is that I don't think there's any such thing as a boring topic or an inherently interesting topic. It's the mm. way it's presented. So even if I'm going to give you, you know, send you something that has to do with something that might seem boring, I, your job, my job is to make it compelling to you. Right. That's the job. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's pitching, pitching a story, not pitching yourself. There was a lot of pitching of an expert as, you know, She's a, so a resource. She's so great. This is so wonderful. And you know what? Sometimes you do need, hey, I just need a cardiologist. Who do I have <laughs> in my emails? Who you, you type in cardiologist. The cardiologist comes up and is like, okay, let's check her out. Let's check this one out. Okay, let's just see. Okay, this works. You know, sometimes How you do need look? that. How does he sound? Those but as a cold pitch, just to say, here's the cardiologist, give me something else. Give Let me, me know what else, else you can do. But also, if you have a story about someone who's not a doctor and you're trying to show that, oh, what makes them interesting, try not to lead with the like, oh, she's so amazing. She works and she has kids. It's like, what's the story? You know, as it's about the story. Look, that's you know what, what you it's know, You know what John Bon Jovi said? Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. <laughs> that's a real quote. That's amazing. I actually. heard him say it on Howard Stern. It's true. <laughs> Jump to the chorus. Paula doesn't want to hear a long wind up. No, get right to it. You're, uh, you know, you're losing my attention as it is. There was one pitch that I got one time. This was not that long ago, actually. So I haven't, I, I've, I've left Fox. It'll be probably about four months now, five months. Uh, and uh, this pitch, it was actually kind of interesting, but I sort of didn't understand it because it was so long. And oh, the God. guy, I, and I like, I love, obviously I teach this, Terry and I have an online course together, Lights Camera Expert, where we teach this to people. Um, so I come at this from like, I want to help you. This pitch is horrifying, <laughs> but there are nuggets in here that could really be great, you know? And I went back to him and I said, look, you know, who's obviously an academic. And so he had written a lot on this topic oh, and a lot in this pitch. And that's problem number one. You should never send a pitch that is just a wall of text, right? I need bullet points. I need you to get to the point. Don't leave it to me to figure it out. You tell me, right? Give me the, the, the short, you know, synopsis of this thing. 
And I wrote him back and I said, hey, I think you're onto something here. I think I know what you're getting at. But if you could just give me like five bullet points. That's all uh, she you know, Like that's like. it. I just want a bullet point. Right. Right. So I send it back to him. And I really, I mean, that's more than a lot of other producers would have done. Because other oh producers God. are just doing something They're else. Like, and what? like, nope. They have a live like, show, have other stuff going on. They're, They're just skimming. not interested. They're skimming, skimming, skimming. Here's the thing too, especially if you're an academic, but maybe you're not academic and you do this anyway. There's an intense desire for you to convert the listener, uh, your producer or editor, to right. believe you, to see you as valuable, to, oh, really, I want you to understand all of this. When someone comes to me, even now in my client relationships, they say, I want you to read this. I want you to know this. Blah, 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 blah. Slow down a second. If you cannot tell me why this is compelling, if I don't know, how am I going to help you make it compelling to other people, which is what I do for a living. But they try to make you understand everything. So if you were pitching Paula, don't try to give her everything. Well, she doesn't understand it all. I can't just limit it. Yes, you can and you must. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And you know what? That guy couldn't do it. He couldn't. He couldn't come back to me with five bullet points. He couldn't because he thought Mm -hmm. it would do his content injustice. But as Mm -hmm. a result, guess what he also didn't do? media because he didn't get booked he can't do yeah. it in three minutes good luck and then he's going to be mad that no one understands or appreciates or respects all of his hard work when the fact is it's on you to make it interesting to us it's true and you know it, it, having that option to now know look there's a whole radio show about how to get media who knew the, the information is out there we're teaching you there. and you, you can that. learn this i'm thinking about it's this. not it's not that it's, you know, this, this formula and we're keeping it from you. Like oh my producers God, no. and editors are telling you, this is how to do it. This is, you know, watch the show, read the magazines, actually yep. understand. You know, there are so many times when people are, we talk about social media and I want to know what Kathy thinks of this, but I don't love social media. I don't personally like to be pitched on social media because I had bad experiences. People would pitch me and CNN and ABC and NBC in the same, in the same tweet. Oh my God. Talk it's about just stupid. That's just yeah. lazy. It's just and, lazy. But you know what, Paula? People will watch the shows and watch the news and go, look at that guy. I'm smarter than that guy. I have a PhD or I know more and I have a... Yes, but you know what? That person got on and you didn't because they could explain it quicker. They weren't afraid of losing their credibility by not getting 18 pages of content in. Right. And exactly. that's the thing. They don't have to be smarter than you to get on TV. They just have to be able to communicate it in a shorter way. Then say, right, say it in a compelling way, faster than everybody else, basically, you know, Fast. <laughs> that's it. You have to get to it. And if you're pitching, you know, TV or uh, podcast radio, think about the medium. So it's not only watching, but knowing, okay, it's TV. This has to be visual. What could I offer that would be visual? How could I punctuate mm-hmm. all of these points that I'm making with something visual? Do the yeah. job for the producer, right? Tell them, hey, I could have this and I could show this as a, as a, um, as a prop or whatever it's it is. It's pretty rare that, that and, and I ran into this too, and I would try when I was going on the Martha show each month when I was an editor, and they'd be like, well, what are we looking at? Though? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. You have to have something because it's very rare that someone just has you sitting on a couch talking. It doesn't usually work. We need to do something. Well, and that, that will, you know, dictate how the segment goes, right? Will the segment be two minutes? Will it be seven minutes? Will it be much longer than that? You know, that, that depends on the visuals. Maybe it's something very, very exciting and important, but we're not going to give that much time to it because it's not visual. You know, that's something that's that the producer it. will decide. And speaking of producers, coming Ooh. up after the break is Miss Kathy who uh, is a two-time Emmy Award-winning senior supervising producer at Dr. Oz, the Dr. Oz Show, and many other daytime shows as well, which she will tell you all about. Um, She wants to really help experts and producers all over the world to get better segments because 
She's going to tell you how to get the producer's eye, how to dazzle the producer. She wants you to get their attention. She wants We all do. We want you to get this attention. And producers want people to be better at it because we get really bad pitches. So that's coming up after (laughs) the break. You're listening to Lights, Camera Expert. Unleash your expertise on Voice America Variety. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Imagine for a minute what it would be like to step onto the set of a show that you've been watching forever or see your name in a magazine you actually read. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? Well, here's the secret. Those experts you see on TV and in magazines aren't smarter than you. They just know how to get the media to pay attention. And it's something you can learn. I'm Paula Rizzo. And I'm Terry Gispicio. And we've been behind the scenes at major media outlets for years, booked thousands of guests, and have been featured ourselves on TV, radio, and everywhere else. We know how this works. We'll show you how to crack the media code, craft your pitch, and crush it on air. Get our free video course, How to Be a Media Magnet. You'll learn how the media thinks and how to pitch your idea so you get booked. You have something to say, and the world is ready to hear it. Go to BeAMediaMagnet.com to get our free course. That's BeAMediaMagnet.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Lights, Camera, Expert. Unleash your expertise. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Reach us by email at info at lightscameraexpert.co. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back to Lights, Camera, Expert. I'm Terry Dispicio, joined, of course, by my, my best woman, Aww. My wing woman, Paula Rizzo. So nice. We're Thank talking you. all about how to dazzle a TV producer today. And although Paula and I have spent our careers in the media, we love to get other perspectives for you. And we uh-huh. have a real star. She's kind of a big deal. Joining yeah. us is veteran daytime television producer, Kathy Giulinello, who's been the creative force behind some of your favorite daytime shows. Currently the senior supervising producer of the Dr. Oz show. She oversees many creative aspects of the show. We're talking booking experts and scripts, social media planning, all of it. Previously, Kath was uh, part of the team at Bethany Frankel. Remember her and Anderson Cooper's mm-hmm. talk shows. And she helped launch Dr. Phil's son's Emmy award-winning series, The Doctors. That's pretty great. She's also the founder of Pink Tank Productions, a media marketing consulting and production company committed to, and I love this, promoting diverse female voices and ideas. Kathy, mm, we need amen. more of that. Amen, Kathy. That. You two ladies are, are doing it right now. We're doing it right now. We're, we're doing we're it. We're giving voice to the woman yeah. who gives voices to women. Absolutely. I love to put strong 
smart, amazing women on television. So wherever we can do that, because there's always a young girl watching at home and they see somebody on TV that's like a doctor, that's a lawyer, that's chiming in on big national issues. And they're like, I can do that. Absolutely. Hard hard to think it unless you see it. Right. And when you don't see it, you say, maybe I can't do it. But obviously, how exciting for you to be at the forefront of this when there's so much tumult. It is. But I'm listening to you guys talk about trying to get a producer's attention. And it sounds like we all have a major case of ADHD. A little bit. We kind of do. Take us and shake us and write in bold capital letters. I mean, is it maybe it's our fault? It's the industry. It's the the industry. I mean, look, we look for, it's not that you have to be loud, right? And totally over the top, (laughs) but you know, you're looking for something that's going to stand out. I know. I'm I'm curious. uh, I wanted to ask you this, Kath. How often do you know when you are, you know, you're, you know what your work is, your work is cut out for you, but how do you know exactly how often do you know what you're looking for? And when are you being totally surprised by stuff or open to being surprised? Is it like 80%, you know, 20% surprise? Yeah. I'm going to tell you that I, I, I like to go back to my regulars. Mm-hmm. I would say, I'm going to say 75% of the time. So I, really? I do stand by my regulars and there's like Dr. Mike Dow is an example of that. This is somebody I've worked on, on several different shows. We've worked together because we have a speak because we have a shorthand because when he's yeah. using me, he knows I could say, I need a such and such, or I'm looking for a da da da. And literally that's all I need to say. And we're already on the same page, but that is not to say that the other group of people I'm looking for are the new faces that are fresh I actually am looking for people so fresh. That's what's changed. The good news is, is that getting booked on a show is so much easier than it used to be. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, the fresh like, face, what are, you, what, are you, what are you looking for with this fresh face? Well, Never done TV? To to, you used to have to, actually, I like a social media star. I'm going to be honest. And mm. by star, I mean, I'm looking for somebody who's uh, got a fresh take on something, right? So for an example, we did a segment the other day on um, Greek yogurt. Okay. And, you know, we came up with this great idea and I have to credit the producer. It was her idea to, of course, we had experts that could talk about the medicine of it and the nutrition of it. Of course, that's all right. The go-to that's the 75%. That's the obvious. And she said, you know, let's bring in a Greek family to taste like, you know, the new Greek yogurts on the market. (laughs) Right. So it was like, let's meet the Katsopoulos family, you know, so we're going to food bloggers and we're going to people that are bringing fresh perspectives. So it's not the old way that it used to have to be a published author coming from random. Right. Ah, right. That's what you're saying. It's not that way Ooh. anymore. So there are these people that are fresh, that are green, that have unique p- points of view. And if they put that in their pitch, boy, am I looking at it. You're looking mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. So, but you said 75% of the people that you're going to book are going to be your go-tos. Now between first time on the show as Kathy's guest, to go to. What is it that you're looking for that makes them? It's not just, oh, they're good on TV. There's right. some kind of recipe, I'm sure, there for who you decide to go back to over there and over is. again. So I, I think you guys touched a little bit on this about um, sort of bringing visuals to the table. Yeah. Kind of doing the producer's job for them. Mm-hmm. I have to say, it's, I, I really look at it like element driven. Like, so if you are saying to me that you are the expert in a diet field, Bring me your before and afters. 
Mm-hmm. If you're telling me that you are, you know, the it gluten-free chef and you've lived it, you love it, where are your food porn pictures with right. restaurants that are shareable right. on Instagram? Because um, it's not about doing the job for us, but it's when I talk about bringing that special point of view, I mean, that's what you have. And I love when someone comes on the show and says, brings their expertise. Like I've spoken to XX number of people. I've traveled all around the country and such and such. You know, where do you come from? Where does your mm-hmm. perspective? So that's that's that 75%. That's somebody telling me, you know, where I'm from down south, this is what goes on. They're bringing themselves into a segment as opposed to just, just the facts, ma'am. Oh. Where mm-hmm. Just the facts, man, is helpful on a pitch. Like, I really encourage people to use bullets on pitches. Me too. I love a good bullet. I love it. If you're looking at a block of text, you have so much to say. I get it. I never shut up. Chatty happy. (laughs) But you can really really get a lot across in a bullet. Um, And I think that, you know, when you go to somebody with a pitch, give the producer a small idea, a medium idea, and a large idea. Hmm. I like that idea. That's cool. That can go a long different, a long way with them. Mm -hmm. So what's an example? How how would you stretch that out? If, if uh, you were to give an example of that. So if I got a pitch, um, if I got a pitch, basically if they're, if they're pitching me a large idea, so they're saying to me, some people feel so strongly connected to their pitch that they've worked on that They've honed that like they're, they're so connected to that. I can't separate them from it. So there are times that I really like you as a guest. I really right. like you as an expert. I'm enjoying your book, but you've now so connected me to this giant pitch that we're going to have all of America try, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, um, you know, the new, uh, you know, the new green, uh, you know, the new coconut yogurt that, that you can't let go of that, that all uh-huh. 50 states, time, money, resources for something that big. Um, you know, I'm not going to be able to do that. So give me options. What are the small view, small ideas? Give me a small pitch and, and say, Hey, look, you know, I've never been on your show before. I've never done a national show, but I have this, I have a series of web videos. Would you run one? How about that? Like, how about you get on a show for the first time by offering yourself as, Hey, I, I, I shoot these videos in my own kitchen. If you ever need one shot, I'm happy to do it. Producers can use those in really creative ways in shows. Mm. They can use those as bump outs. They can use those as vignettes. They can be mm-hmm. extra web content. Now you've got your foot through the door. You've made a connection with me and I got to see your work where normally I was just looking at an email and guessing. Yeah. Wow. And that's new. That's your genius, Paul. Do it. But that is Demonstrate. new because you, you know, I mean, Kathy, all of us, we've been around for a long time in yeah. this game and back in, back in the day, that would not fly. They would not take stuff that was not, you know, produced by the meat by us. But now anybody can shoot anything. And for the most part, you know, we'll be able to use it. But there used to be very strict laws against that, you know, for, for, you know, some of the affiliates still won't take stuff that wasn't shot by them. Um, But now that's not how it is. You know, we're going to be talking to uh, Chris Killam next week, who uh, he, I'm sure you guys, I mean, you know him. I love him. He was one of my favorites. And he travels all over the world, the medicine hunter. And he would bring back all this fantastic footage from the middle of the Amazon or him eating some crazy thing and And just just give it it to us. Now, isn't he the best example of that? Because he's the best. I needed to book a crew to go to the Amazon, to go across the world. And and that was his pitch, right? It wouldn't happen. Um, (laughs) Right. Cable, but there's a lot of versions of that, right? Like you don't have to cross to the Amazon. There's a million. (laughs) Right. Um, That somebody can then can bring elements to the table that 
that they might be already doing and not know that that should be part of their pitch. Right. That you can contribute in that way, that you are your own producer, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've had people sell me on and look, I could show you that in studio. Okay. Mm, Right. Here's a good example. Different versions. Right. Mm -hmm. I have a demonstration of such and such or, um, you know, um, you know, that kind of thing. Or even like, I want to go back to something else you guys were talking about, which was knowing the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I mean, don't go to Rachel Ray with an investigation taking down olive oil. She doesn't. <laughs> she <laughs> loves her EVOO. Don't. She's in love Please with don't. it. And right, don't I mean, go to Ellen with, you know, the, the five things you need to know about diabetes. She's not taking it. Even if it's diabetes. Yeah. It's just not. Right. Doesn't mean she doesn't. You know, she's not what she up. does. It's just, it's just a shows have formats, shows are genres. Right. So, um, and, and, and we, you know, we stick to it for the most part. So know your show, hone your pitch, but also know there are some shows that you might, you not be, you might not be going on. So, well, right. You know, this is, this is part of your job that we were talking about mission. uh, We were talking the other day about like mission centered, like you have to want to do this because you want to get the message out, not because you want to be on TV, which people can see right through. But mission driven does not mean you're going to change a producer's mind about what they cover. Like, no, this is really important. It's like, no, don't push water uphill that way. Make sure that it flows right in keeping with the kinds of stuff. And, and, And when you get booked on a show, that should be the answer. Whatever the first question is, no matter what, it should always be part of your answer. And that's why this is my passion. <laughs> right. Like, and that's why this is my passion, Anderson. This is why you love, well, exactly. I mean, it should just so be part and fluid and part of of what you're doing that it should, you, you, you can't keep it in. You absolutely can't keep it in. So of the people that you continually book again and again, right? What is it about them, right? You talked about speaking a different language with them and really having, yes. you know, you, you, they know what you need, right? How do you, how do, you do that? How, do, how does that person, somebody who's listening to this and says, hey, I want to be a go-to, what is, the, what is the formula? What are the things in that person that you keep going back to again and again for? Yeah. Well, I mean, I do think that... Um I, what do I look for that I keep going back back for? Because I was I was actually going to say uh, building relationships because those are the people. Well, that's very key. important. Yeah, I have to just say I think that you guys pay your publicists to. This is the best advice I can give anybody. You pay your publicist to do half the job. You pay your publicist to do fifty percent of the job, and I think that the rest is you. So you know the know the mm-hmm. producer. If the last yeah. time you came here, they were pregnant. <clears throat> Ask about the baby the next time. No, they're right. Um, right. We're real people. We're real people. Right. Um, and 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 when we're when you're in, I mean, I have experts that I've invited to like my birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, they're part of they're part of your they're part of your friends at, at a point. They become part of your lives. Um, yeah, that's important. But you know, here's the thing: um, the experts that are that come back and back and back again take a note. Okay, so it doesn't mean that you're perfect. It, I actually, <laughs> I, I actually said to somebody last night, perfection will stand between you and a, and a highly successful media appearance. Because if you aim for perfection, I, I make television every single day. I have never had a perfect show. A director has never had a perfect, there's, ne- there's never anybody who's ever had no such thing. Right, show. right. There's Possibly always something. Andrew Lloyd Webber, I don't know. Like, I can't <laughs> think of like anything. So I'm, I think that it's about taking a note. So after the show, this is somebody, my perfect guest follows up with me. Okay, they postmortem it. So it's like, yep. are there any tips that I can I can use to draw on for next mm-hmm. time? Because now I'm gonna yep. now they're gonna come back. They're gonna draw on those tips that they learn next time. So now we have a partnership. 
So when I say oh, that they're see. my go-tos, we're co-producing, right? Because mm-hmm. now we're co-producing. So right. now they're 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 growing as media talent together with me and what my needs are. Uh, the other thing we're doing is, is I'm asking them, hey, be my eyes and ears. Can you be looking out for stories? Or here's what's wrong with your pitches. So now we're working together, right? Now we're a team because now I have I have a group of experts out there. And this was very true at Anderson Cooper's um, show. Um, for sure. We were live and we were on daily. And um, I had a, a lot of experts that now were, we had a lot, a lot of show to fill. And um, we had a lot of experts that were now sending me in ideas. So I had a little army of pitchers that were coming in that I had sort of, you know, trained uh, in working with them over mm-hmm. time and time again to, to the point where they were pitching me things that I didn't even know I wanted, but I wanted. Uh, that's right. what I'm saying. So you were open to the Pleasantly surprise surprised. Pitch if mm. you had trusted and trained yeah. the contributor. So, mm-hmm. so to me, it's kind of like a personality and mentality fit. Like, do we get each other? And then when they are trained, the better they take to what you do, the more effective their pitches are because they're meant for you, not for someone else. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so you're more open to it. But it sounds like you take time to train too. I, I do. I probably, I probably take a little bit more time. Like I've had people sit in front of me that don't have great pitches and I've helped them work on their pitch because why should a good talent or a possibly great emerging talent, right. you know, um, you know, just, just not get, not get past this gate to the next gate just because their pitch wasn't on point or there it's not what we're looking for right now. And here's the thing, if you're pitching a show, please know, it's a moving target. So right. don't feel like if your pitch didn't go through, you shouldn't repitch a million times. You shouldn't, but don't feel like it wasn't good. It wasn't great. Um, what if producers looking for in September is totally different than what they're looking for in February. No, there's the sweeps periods of November, February, and May, totally different, one totally different than the next. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just, there's, there's cyclical parts of the calendar and, um, and I, and that really factors in. Um, so we're very laser focused on what we need when we need it. And what we right. filter out what we don't need, you know, no, and, and there are shows that have quick turnarounds and that's something to know because it breaks my heart when I get a great, we, we, we tend to have different kinds of turnarounds at this show right. well, I shows, uh, before where we had long lead times and, um, I would get like a great pitch for Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, I, nah, I can't ah, do this. Right. Right. I'm at a live show. So, so, great. Um, so, so try to avoid that, but I will, will, will encourage people to hook on to topicality. So if, um, for example, if, um, I'm trying to think, of well, people. hold that thought, hold that oh, thought, Kathy, great. hold that thought. Cause there's so many good nuggets coming out of this that I don't want to lose that. Please. And Please. we're going to take a break, but After the break, more genius from our lady, Kathy. You're listening to Lights, Camera, Expert, Unleash Your Expertise on Voice America Variety. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine for a minute what it would be like to step onto the set of a show that you've been watching forever or see your name in a magazine you actually read. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? 
Well, here's the secret. Those experts you see on TV and in magazines aren't smarter than you. They just know how to get the media to pay attention. And it's something you can learn. I'm Paula Rizzo. And I'm Terry Gispicio. And we've been behind the scenes at major media outlets for years, booked thousands of guests, and have been featured ourselves on TV, radio, and everywhere else. We know how this works. We'll show you how to crack the media code, craft your pitch, and crush it on air. Get our free video course, How to Be a Media Magnet. You'll learn how the media thinks and how to pitch your idea so you get booked. You have something to say and the world is ready to hear it. Go to BeAMediaMagnet.com to get our free course. That's BeAMediaMagnet.com. Get ready for a rockin' good time every weekend on the Lester Spate Show. Even if you don't think you know Lester, try again. Whether you know him from his life in professional sports, numerous movie and TV appearances, award-winning Super Bowl commercial, or from Xbox 360 games, he's here to entertain and engage you in conversation. Lester is ready to talk about just about anything. So come prepared, and you'll have a great time. The Lester Spate Show, Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Lights, Camera, Expert. Unleash your expertise. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Reach us by email at info at lightscameraexpert.co. Now back to this week's show. And we're back. Lights, camera, expert, unleash your expertise. I'm Terry Gispicio with Paula Rizzo. We're speaking with Kathy Julianella, who is a fantastic and very seasoned producer. And she knows good talent when she sees it. And what we learned is Kathy is supremely uh, nurturing as a producer and yes. will train and cultivate talent because she believes and she'll cultivate talent where she sees it, but she's got a special eye for getting more women on the air, which I love. Now, Kathy, you said earlier that you love like, looking in social media and poking around, seeing who's out there for fresh faces and fresh voices. Do you have a favorite place you look for guests? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a YouTube cruiser. I could go down. You're a YouTube cruiser? This is, this is your hidden talent? I, yeah, I cruise along. I cruise it, but also. <laughs> I know like, how, like, what do you do? Just search. I'm a, food, thing? But I'm a food blog person. So I'm on the instas. Like um. lately, lately I am, I am a food blog person. I like to see what the whole 30 people are up to. They do these takeovers and I am fascinated by the way that they harness my attention. I mean, there's just, there's a lot that goes on in the whole 30 world that really I love. But again, there's a lot of people on there. You know, there's a lot of people showing me their recipes, showing me what they're doing. And I'm watching. I mean, they're probably, I mean, they know that they're out there. But I don't know if they know that there's producers looking for new faces, new talent. But I do like a food blogger. Those are my like cruising hmm. YouTube. You know what? I, I like well and good. Right. Well and good is great. Well and good's a good one. Okay. I love well and good. I like the greatest. I like there's there's so many great places. I mean, there's there's more places right now that I think do a wonderful job of giving you know, cuz giving wellness, health and f- healthy food and healthy living advice is not easy without crossing over into being cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. It can be. Yeah, it's true. And it's hard to separate, you know, but like I, I really find people that, um, I find those articles 
just in terms of, of what people are talking about. What are the, what's in the zeitgeist, right? Like, so mm-hmm. what are people buying? I mean, to me, I feel like that's my job is to stay on top of, you know, consumer trends just as much as anything else. I mean, I really, I food, the food uh, beat is my own. So, mm. so mm. I, I personally, that's your jam. If I'm bringing it up. Yeah. That is what, uh, that is what I sort of um, cover, you know, uh, on, on a couple of different shows I've, I've worked on, but yeah. How far, how far out do you guys put your shows together at Dr. Oz? Those are taped or live or what do you do usually? We're live to tape. Okay, live to tape. So, yeah. how far in advance are you taping? It's different every time. Ah, yeah, always different. Mm-hmm. We can quick turn a show, or we could tape a show with a long lead time. It really, mm-hmm. but like in long lead time, for my experience, was six months. The longest lead time for TV for you is what, like maybe six weeks? Maybe, yeah, maybe. about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you that. guys do lots and lots of demos. That's a that's a Dr. Ob's specialty, yes. right? Is all of those okay. those props and those things. So how much of that? I mean, I know that it's a collaborative effort, right? Once you do have a, an expert or somebody that you want to to feature, right, or have tell this story or help you know um, bring on the air and, and bring to light different things, but. How much of it is the collaboration versus someone pitches, hey, it would be great if I could bring on this, 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 and this? Or do you guys kind of orchestrate that along with them? That's so funny. I've never had an expert sort of brief me a, a demo. Hmm. Really? Wow, that's so interesting. Why don't they? That's, yeah, this is, this is a problem. I don't know. This is I a problem. Did. People need to do that. I will say this, though. Um, we had recently on the show, uh, on our 1500th episode, Martha Stewart asked if she could bring her chickens. Ah, bring her live chickens? Live chickens. And I said, this is a no-brainer. That's going to be yes. fast. The chickens are <laughs> a yes. So if live chickens in, are a yes. So if you tuned in, Oz and Martha were sitting on a bench surrounded by chickens, holding chickens. Truly my greatest moment. And I'm like, get the <laughs> people in. Who knows how to make a gift? Like, get the smart perennials. Like, oh my this God. is my life. Like, I, that's going on my page for sure. I loved it. Oh, so, my gosh. So, um, yeah. I mean, I also launched um, The Doctors, like you said, and mm-hmm. um, super hands-on with the props at that show as well. You know, look, I, I think infotainment is this sort of small bracket of talk. And um, when we were launching the doctors all those years ago, I mean, it was actually the year before Dr. Oz launched officially. So we were trying to figure out what the heck does medical health TV look like and what is that? And, you know, um, propping things out and um, showing demos became the the obvious go-to and graphics and those kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, once you've played with those toys, like I don't, it's very hard to go back to regular. <laughs> yeah, you can't put that back in the I box. Have, no. it, it's like driving a Porsche and then going back to a Ford Focus. <laughs> like, and I've gone back to talk without it and it's just, you find ways, you know, like we had fun with Anderson in so many different ways. Like once you do a show that's high prop, you know, then you find yourself like, let's bring in a snow cone machine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy well, it's a visual out. medium. I mean, we have podcasts now, right? Yeah, podcasts for that reason. There's a lot of talking to be done. I mean, then we want to see. But I'm also going to disagree on one point, though, because what? it is a visual medium, and I love a bell, and I love a whistle, and that's that's my kind of producing, right? But think about Kelly and Ryan, which I still call Regis and Kelly, and Will. Yes, totally. <laughs> me too. Always and will forever. Yes. They put me in the grave. I will call it Regis and Kelly, but that's mm-hmm. okay. She's still holding up those pictures 
like it's 1991. Mm. I mean, they're not like she's still holding up like zoom in on this. Right. They're like, this was me and my husband last night. And guess what? We're watching it. We're loving it. Yeah. Because Mm. storytelling and I think podcasting really has shown us how that don't forget. Like if you don't, if you want to pitch yourself to a show and you're not this big visual, you know, you don't have this visual thing to offer and you are a storyteller, you know, there's, there's a lid for every pot. You know, maybe you want to pitch yourself to a podcast. Maybe you want to launch a podcast. Right. Maybe you should start a website today and don't wait for media to pick you up. Oh, it's right. 2018. You don't need us anymore. I mean, no, you can be your own producer. Agreed. Do it. Get out there. Yourself. Because when you send me a pitch and you tell me you're great, I'm looking at a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, send me a headshot. I'm looking yeah. at a picture. But if you send me a link to a video and the past four months you've spent, you've spent making videos in your kitchen, making videos in your this and that, I'll tell you, it's going to take me three minutes to know. Yeah, of course. It's right for our show. It's going to take 30 seconds. It's going to take 30 seconds. pulled people out of the audience of our show and said, nope, you're going to be like, you're part of the show now. (laughs) Regular people. Because, yeah. Kathy's out there consuming media. She is consuming media. Provide great media for it's someone true. like Kathy to find and see. Well, yeah. one of the, the great media that you found was written by Miss Terry Trespicio years is ago. And we only, found out, we only found out this story recently when we met you in person. We didn't know you. We met you in person. We started talking and you were like, hey, I read a thing about you and I'm pretty sure you got booked on some shows because of me. So tell oh, us that story. I, Kathy, you... First of all, you started, Kathy, because I have my own oh, version. I think it's true. Because I'm literally talking about, because I troll. I troll <laughs> the Instagrams. Well, years ago, they used to call the Instagrams the Twitters. Yes. <laughs> and I was on Twitter, and uh, Terry wrote a Jezebel article that really moved me. It was about dating in New York and strong, powerful women dating. And and, it, and I, I remember, you know, talking about it with my friends in Central Park, you know, on a walk saying, like, this, this really, like, shook me up. It was really well-written and it stayed with me. So two weeks later, two months later, whatever it was, when I needed an expert, click, my brain went back to that. That's always happens to me. I've always kept, I keep little tabs on things on my phone. I keep little notes. I'm always remembering. So oh, you can't turn it off, right? You're constantly producing. You're constantly producing. You can't. I'm always, if I'm looking at, you know, look, you know, even like a, a talking head on a CNN, it's somebody that, that, that I'm like, Hey, they could even work in daytime. They have right. a little bit of something else about them. Like, wouldn't they be great as a fifth on the view? I don't even work at the view, but just in case, you know, I got a list of people that could work on the view. Do you know what I mean? Right. You're always resourcing. You're always just doing that. So here, so it really just comes down to the idea of, and so, so Terry and I meet and finally I say, Hey, yeah, you know, you wrote this piece. It meant so much to me. And that's when she put together, Hey, I got booked on Anderson because of you. I got booked, you know, hello, I'm Mike, my real, I look at it and I realize all it's of these all Kathy. things I've been booked, I had no idea there was one woman behind it. I thought just someone at the Bethany show thought of me or someone at Anderson thought of me. Maybe this blog really got around. No, one woman saw it, Kathy Giulianello, and was like, wherever she went, she kind of brought me along, but she never came out and said, hi, I read your thing. I met with other producers that she said, go talk to this girl. So my clip from Anderson Cooper, um, I didn't actually end up on the Bethany show, but there are a few other things. Turns out Kathy's like, it's like the Wizard of Oz. She's behind the curtain pulling all the I levers. I love it. 
And so I couldn't believe it when I met Kathy this year. She's like, oh, yeah, that was me. I go, oh, my God, my whole perspective of how my life had happened had changed. (laughs) Well, I think it speaks to the authenticity. Look, for everybody out there that's jaded and being in tuning in today and like saying, how am I going to write the perfect pitch? How am I going to get out there? Or I've been rejected so many times. Keep putting out good content. You put out good content. And, and, and you, and, and the rest happened on its own, right? And somebody found you and it happened. So it's put out good content wherever you're putting it out, get a byline, start a blog, start, you know, start anything up, put out web videos where people out there are watching. And if you're great, you're truly great. You're going to get spotted. You're going to get seen. And that's what happened. You know, that one time when I read that great article that you wrote, Yeah, well, that's it. And I remember I wrote that piece because I was toying with this sort of real opinionated stuff that I had never done before as an editor. And I was like, here's what I think. And I had a little bit of a... (laughs) like a little bit of a counter opinion about dating, how people say, oh, if it's fate, it'll happen. I said, no, forget that. Screw that. Like, I think you're this way. Bird me. I stirred oh, wow. her. You scared me. You stirred me. <laughs> you made me nervous. But you know what? A lot of people might not have written it or posted it. Say, well, it might offend some people, so I won't. No, it's yeah. not about offending or not offending. It's about do you move someone to yeah. think differently? No, I didn't get any death threats from that article, but I did get a lot of media, and I didn't realize I would. And I didn't realize that's how it happened until this year, literally. And I wrote that piece like funny. six years ago. Right, so. but you didn't write a cookie-cutter thing, so how how many cookie cutter pitches do we get? How many right. cookie cutter experts are there? Hey, live your real, live your real, be organic, be yourself. You know, that's your point of view. That's the thing that's going to make you stand out better than anything else. Mm-hmm. You know? It's true. So, so true. You know, so Kathy, tell us a little bit about Pink Tank Productions and, and your mission, because this is a really important part of, of how you see the world. Yeah. So we're kicking, we're kicking it off. We really want to, uh, there's the obvious components. So there's production company, right? So I'm happy always making sizzles for people, always helping people with media training and always um, helping them get better um, at, at what they do because they're, they're pa- whatever they're passionate about wanting to get the message out about. Those are sort of the obvious components, but I'm also really psyched about helping companies um, with their marketing and branding that are trying to reach out to young millennial women ah. of color. And I'm mm-hmm. working with all these great women that are saying, stop talking down to us. Stop talking to us like a room, mm. boardroom full of OWGs, old white guys. <laughs> <laughs> that are telling me what to do, you know, like why I should be buying this, you know, mascara. And it's like, you know, we think differently than our uncle at the end of the Thanksgiving table. So why is he selling me something? So it's really about giving voice to women in terms of what, of, of helping companies bridging that gap, right? Bridging that gap. So really a lot of think tanks for women, hence the mm-hmm. think tanks. So really getting creative women together with brands and saying, hey, we're going to do a brainstorm for you because mm-hmm. you would have never been able to fill a room with these amazing, talented women um, that if you had to pay them full time. So instead, we're going to uh-huh. all get together. We're going to do it for one night. We're going to have a big pink tank party and we're all going to throw out our best ideas. And event. it's going to be mm-hmm. a one-time event. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be great for everybody because you're reinventing the focus group (laughs) it's the new focus group it's not about uh, putting the consumer with the company it's about putting the best creative female minds together with these brands that are so desperate Mm. 
to to reach young women and they don't know um, how it, it really evens the playing fields because we do know that we need um you know more more women more female voices out there and um where do you find fun. the women that you that you do invite to these events where where do they where do they come from oh that's the best part so 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 basically these are women who are so underused at their own jobs these are women that mm-hmm. I was in my <laughs> and I'm sure you guys were too when you were in your 20s and you stood in the back of the meeting and you had so much to say but that wasn't your title I was a production assistant or somebody else was so they're coming from PR companies they're coming from um, other shows they're coming from um, production companies which are just such this just simmering that of talent that are, are such wonderful people. They're coming from agencies. They're coming from everywhere. And they're showing up for the angle of wanting to um, network, right? Oh, um, right, so right. Access. They want to feed that. Yeah, right? it's access all around. This big mm-hmm. pink tank where they're, they're networking. They're networking with other people in other, in other businesses, which, I mean, I could tell you in New York, I mean, half the things that I go to these days is really just to talk to people in – Industry and industry adjacent. Doesn't it make mm-hmm. you feel so good? Like when I met you ladies like in person this year. Yeah. I really felt like, okay, well, we're on similar journeys. And I think it's that kind of thing of let's all like put our hands and lift each other up because you're doing such a great job with it, Kathy. And we're so happy that we met you and thank you so much for being here and sharing all the media, (laughs) all this amazing stuff. And I just want to give a plug to your Instagram. It is pink tank productions. Everyone check out her Instagram because obviously she is an Instagram troll, right? She's out there trolling your Instagram. You might as well troll her Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Thanks again for being here. And if it sounds interesting to you, all this stuff we're talking about doing media, being out there in a bigger way, we created a video course to help you. We did. And uh, it's free. So you want to go to BeAMediaMagnet.com and you'll find out how to get the media's attention, how to keep it and get them interested in what you do. So again, uh, to get instant access, go to media, oh, sorry, BeAMediaMagnet.com. Until next time, I'm Terry Gispicio. And I'm Paula Rizzo. You do have something to say and the world is ready to hear it. Thank you for joining us for Lights, Camera, Expert. Unleash your expertise. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel for another edition of the show featuring your hosts, Paula Rizzo and Terry Trespicio. We'll talk again next week.